0: Time now for all things Gators, all things orange and blue. Dan Hick and Frank Francie Hick, yes. Ooh, a lot going on in Gainesville. What's going on?
1: I'm uh, mentally and physically exhausted with Gator football. It's probably best that the season's over. Pack up the balls, boys. We'll see you in the spring with new hopes. But uh, I'm I'm out of gas. I'm out of juice. Uh, you know, there's a lot going on, obviously, and I don't know. I mean, I I just. I I get a little bothered, Frank. I I totally understand and I'm not supporting Billy Napier, um, but I just don't get the vitriol that is thrown that way when you know he's coming back. Like, Let him give him enough rope and if he hangs himself, then he's done and he's out. If he's not, then he'll succeed. Uh, Certainly would go against the grain if he succeeds now because he's two years in, but I'm not a hundred percent convinced that he can. I know it sounds crazy. Everybody, hey, you're nuts! You're nuts! I just the constant, constant negativity just uh, wears me down a little bit. It does. We're on
0: the same page. You and I are on the same page. Maybe it's his role, guys, and we've seen yeah, it maybe so many that's times. It. But I agree with everything you just said. Yeah, I, because I will tell you this: there's, there's, there's a host of problems, flaws, warts in his coaching sure. style, things he's got to do better, things in his Press to Do better, but the reality is the the era we're in is win now. Look like a good coach now. Look efficient now. Or I'm going to go on. So that's the world we're in, and it's not just fan guys. It's media guys. If I'm going to go on media, social media, and I'm going to scream from the mountaintops, if you're a lousy coach and you should be fired, and we just don't know that yet. That's kind of your point. I don't know if he's going to make it. I said the same thing you did. Right. But it's too early to decide. He's now we got to quit firing our coach. Not just Florida. Everybody, we got to quit firing our coaches every two years. We got to stop. You know, if he's no good in three or four years, then fire him. But we got to. Well, let's go let's go to the so fast good I, I I think that's the we got to stop firing our coaches Dan I think we fire them too fast I think that's the point I think it's the point where you and I are both trying to make. yeah and so
1: you know let's talk about the Florida State game for a second Frank and and <clears throat> you know like there's a couple things that you know bother me like If you don't like him, no matter what he does, you're going to get angry at. Right. So Florida is sailing along. I think they're playing a really good football game. Uh, They get up, they get a safety, they get a nice kick uh, return on the free kick. They're in FSU territory. It calls for a, you know, big play. Uh, I love the fact that he's going for it. Right. Right. Were you crazy about the play? No, but I went back and looked at the play and, 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 when you look at it, you see what they're trying to do. They got all the linemen going out with Eugene Wilson. They've got him set up beautifully. Uh, but when Khalil Jackson gives it back to Max Brown, I don't know if it's youth inexperience. If he had just taken the ball and thrown it where he was supposed to immediately, it
0: would have right. been a
1: huge play. But for whatever reason, he looked over there and then he turned. And once he turned, those guys were on him. The, the FSU's a good defense. Their guy stayed at home. Uh, he was the only option. It was there, but he had to act like a veteran quarterback and get him the ball immediately you could see eugene wilson go like this my point is whether it worked or not i you know fan goes well what are you uh, you just lost all momentum right okay well whatever uh i i think it's a great play i might have just play action thrown it deep but did they roll out max brown enough no but here's another thing we learned we got a little giddy with max brown Used to call him Max Brown downtown or whatever. He's he probably should be playing right. quarterback at Central Michigan, dude. He was behind on all right. his throws. He made two great throws all night: right. the one to the tight end down right. the line, and on the first series to Eugene Wilson for a first down. Other than that, he struggled. So, and he's not as good a runner as we thought he was either. So, right. you know, it is what it is. It's the same old stuff, and people just... But every, like I say, every little thing he does, they get crazy. Now, with all that said, we also know he's got to get better. He's got to get right. better, Frank.
0: Right. Well, in synopsis of what you said, I hated the play call. Mm-hmm. I would have rather seen throwing down the field. And I think as a coach, he's got to have the wherewithal, Dan, to know young quarterback might not get the ball out in time. You're having trouble blocking him. It's probably not a good play call because, because your personnel isn't veteran enough to execute it. So I agree with people that it was a lousy play call. Mm-hmm. But the point is, don't fire him. Mm-hmm. Let him learn from that and get better, and maybe bring in a play caller, or maybe bring in a special teams coach. I, I I'm like all the angry fans that want to see him fix, want to see that get fixed. Yeah. I'm just not convinced you fixed it by firing the guy. We all, we just want to fire, fire, fire. That's that's my complaint. Is let's quit firing to fix, and let's fix to fix. That's my whole point. And then if, and then if you've tried that three or four years and fix to fix doesn't work, then fire to fix. I think that's my biggest concern. So we're on the same page. Listen, we knew he had to blow it up for whatever reason. And the one gigantic mistake I think he's made is he hasn't worked hard enough to keep veteran guys there. So there's too many Tyron Hoppers and Xavier Henderson and and, and, and Ryland Powells, and they're playing for other programs. And so Florida's playing with 19-year-old guys. And they're playing against Missouri, who has 23-year-old guys. And that's why you're losing. But give him enough time to have his 22-year-old guys in the program. That's my whole point. Is when he's got twenty-two year old guys, and if they're still seven and five, then go get the next coach. That I've stood my ground on that, and I'm not going to waver on that. Stay there. Now people are going to see this podcast. I'm just telling you, you know, and and Big Lizard Fifty Eight is going to go on there and say Frangie and Hickon are a bunch of homers. They're they're old. They're sending away. They well, they won't admit the truth. And that's Billy is a sucky coach. That's what you're going to see. Yeah. And I get it, but I stay there long and. He might not be a very good coach. Right. But let him have enough time till we find that out.
1: He may be a a sucky coach. I don't know. But I I, I agree with exactly what you're saying. And I'll say this. Here's another pet peeve of mine. Oh, have you seen the 24 schedule? Oh, my God. First off, a couple things. Uh, Number one, you play in the SEC. Number two, just about everybody has that kind of schedule in the SEC. Number three... If you're really good in a top 10 team in the country, right. I don't think it's that tough a schedule. I think there's four or five big games on there. Uh, now we know that I Florida think. plays right. Miami to start, who is a top third ACC program. Yeah. All right. You're the right. SEC in the swamp, in the swamp, go go swamp go beat probably at night. Then you right. play Sanford, go beat them. Right. Then you get your home right. opener with Texas A&M new coach, go beat them. Right. Now you're three and O and things are okay. Well, you know, and you're, I'm guessing, and I I heard you on your radio show, so I don't know that you agree with me. I'm guessing you'll have Graham Mertz back, but that remains to be seen. But let's say Graham Mertz comes back. Again, advantage Florida, who Miami's breaking in a quarterback. I don't know about Sanford. I don't care. Texas A&M, who knows? Um, So uh, a lot of changes in College Station. So and then the other games on the schedule you got LSU at home they'll have another quarterback i mean so i get it there's georgia i get it there's a trip to texas really tough fsu had a great year this year but they're losing a lot of guys uh, listen go win 8 or 9 games next year and if you had one, if you hadn't screwed up and beat missouri and beat arkansas this year you're 7 and 5 and we're in a bowl and every and that narrative is different so but now you got to come out fast and I think he's gonna. But here's another thing. They fire a couple coaches and people are like, Why are they firing him? Why aren't they fire? Wait a minute. Everybody wanted change. Right. Now we're getting right. changed, but it's not the right change. Right. It's, it's, well,
0: it's crazy. Here, here, here's what Hayes, social media tends to do. Yeah. Fire those fire those coaches. The recruits are gonna bail. You know, I mean if you can't have both. And so the defense was the worst part of the team. We all know that. We all know the defense was – so they fired two defensive coaches. Yeah. And so that's what everybody wants, fire, fire, fire. So so let me get to merch for a second. You, you you, heard me say it on the radio yeah. show. I that's hope right. he comes back, and if he comes back, that's a gigantic advantage for Florida. Sure. Because you've got a very good player who's going to be 23 years old coming back against a bunch of teams who are starting a new quarterback. It's a gigantic, gigantic advantage. I'm just telling you, if I'm his advisor, take the Gator hat off, take my, I want him to come back out off and be terribly objective. He's 20. He's going to be 23. He just threw 23, 20 touchdowns and three picks completed 73% of his passes. There's no chance he can get better statistically. So what can he, if he wants to play in the NFL and he just watched Tim Boyle and Tommy DeVito and Bailey Zappi start NFL games, Why would he think this isn't the time for him to go try and do that? That's my concern. I don't think I don't. I would love to see him back one more year, but if I'm him, if I'm again, take the gator hat off. If I'm him, twenty touchdowns, three picks, seventy-three percent completion, average two sixty a game in terms of yards. So they weren't all check downs. Mm -hmm. Everybody noticed that now. Mm -hmm. What can I possibly do to improve my NFL stock next year?
1: I'm going to answer that. Okay, I'm going to answer that, and this is how I think Uh, because I you made me think about it. Cause I thought it was a no brainer, yeah. but when you yeah, start throwing those, did. yeah, when you start throwing those names I, I get where you're coming from, but here's what I would say. I'm 23 years old. I can play another year of college football. I can make some cheddar. Okay. Right. They're going to give me, they're going to give me half a million dollars or whatever it may be. Right. We live in Gainesville, hang out with my guys. Uh, I think we can be, I I, I believe in the coach. Uh, he's made me better. And there'll be the Tim Boyles and every year in the NFL. So why not see what I can do one more year, right. make the guaranteed chatter and then try it. Cause there's no, listen, ain't no guarantee. He makes an NFL roster. I mean, I love the kid. He's a really, he proved me wrong. So he may prove He's me right. wrong in the NFL. Right. But so in that respect, I'll come back. I'll play a fifth year or sixth year, whatever it may be, my COVID year. I don't know right. what it is anymore, and 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 see how it goes. That's that's my thinking about that. But you you present an interesting case, and you made yeah. me think twice about it. So we'll see. I I, yeah. I think he's coming back, though. I
0: do think that, and I, you know, I do it, too. Yeah. If I was betting out, I would. Yeah, yeah.
1: and well, then you get the you two get points lag you made that, and where you go, yeah. yeah, right.
0: Two points you made that are really good points. And number one, the cheddar. I think it's probably more than half a million. I think it's probably $800,000. Yeah. So you make eight hundred thousand dollars. It's your last. If you're no good at, if you're not good enough to play in the NFL, and you might not be, right. It's your last chance for a long time to ever make eight hundred thousand okay? dollars. It's a nice
1: little uh, going real away jobs. There. Yeah,
0: yeah. R- real jobs in the real world don't pay that to twenty-three year old people if they're right. not athletes. Okay. Right. So it's your last chance to ever make that kind of money. That's a big part of it, and I do think he's close to Napier. Now, look. Napier took a chance on him. They weren't exactly knocking down the doors to get Graham Merton. And, and right. Napier said, You're our guy. We don't care about Tommy Pratt or Sam Hartman or this guy or that guy. We want you. And he made him into a good player. So I think there is a loyalty there. And so I think he, so I think he, I'm going to guess, Dan, that he's coming back too. Mm-hmm. I just don't think it's automatic. I think that's the point. But if he does come back, I think it helps. The other thing is, and we've all said this, oh boy, he's got, this is a crossroads time, man. Because because they look so dysfunctional this year from a coaching standpoint, I think the lease has shortened. I think when Scott Strickland hired him, he was getting four years no matter what happened, no matter what. Mm-hmm. Well, I think the way year two went and how dysfunctional they looked has shortened that lease. Now I think they've got to look decent next year. He doesn't have to win nine or ten games, but they have to look improved. And they they can't look do they can't the goofy stuff this year's got to stop right the goofy coaching stuff so that's why he shortened the leash and the best way for I think a lot of the stuff he does would work with a veteran physical team he it's clear how he's coaching this team right. it's run the ball and then hit some trick plays over the top that's, and and that's what big physical teams do they don't they they're they're not he's never going to be an air raid offense where they play fast and throw it time. That's not how he thinks. He was raised in the Southeastern Conference. Can he build the line of scrimmage to where that works? And if he can, then he's going to be the coach there a long time. Don't you think that? He's trying to build line of scrimmage football. That's how he's coaching. That's why he's recruiting. The question is, Dan, will he do enough in year three to get to year four to where he'll have line of scrimmage football built? I think and, that's the question.
1: And I think that's where the portal is going to be so key for this guy to be successful. If he does not find those kids to come in and start and play that offensive line we talked to Chris Doring uh this morning. It, it, he used the term embarrassing. I mean, it was yeah. a terrible performance on on Saturday night and FSU manhandled them. And again, sometimes it's because there's there's kids who are eighteen and nineteen, but right. listen, and they were missing they were down two starters. I get it. Agakwin right. and Austin Barber aren't playing. So I get that. I I I do. Uh and I want but we don't have five-star offensive linemen coming in. So if this guy better find some 21 and 22 year old dudes right. who have been through the rigors of a power five season, or a guy who projects to the uh, higher level and can play and help this football team, because he won't, I'll stand by what I said two weeks ago, Frank, you better come out fast next year because I agree. you won't survive that season. You just won't. I just, we yeah. know Florida football and, Quite honestly, I don't think the AD will either because they won't let the AD pick the next coach if things go south with Billy in the fall.
0: You wouldn't think so. Yeah. You wouldn't. You would. Th- you wouldn't think if, if if there's another failed hire. You wouldn't think so because because again, the, the noise in the system. But you hit it, and we. I think we've all hit it. You the five stars somehow. Yeah, I'll, I'm not gonna lie. I got a little nervous last night. When I see all the recruits oh, yeah. going, oh, my goodness, and, and all the, the freshman player, Kelby Collins, all these guys, that made me nervous, but hopefully they're going to bring in guys that will impress those guys. But you hit it, though. The key to him getting to year four is winning enough in year three, and winning enough in year three is going to mean veteran portal offensive linemen. I can be very specific. Mm-hmm. Veteran offensive linemen who are in their 20s, who've played a lot of football, who come through the portal. They need the Graham Mertz version – of offensive line and that's what they're going to get by the way they're not going to get landon dickerson mm-hmm. who was a five-star who went from memphis u to alabama they're not getting that guy that guy's right. not coming to florida just like they weren't getting sam hartman but they got grant who might have been just as good people just didn't know they need three or four grand merch's who are really good but people don't realize how good and they need those guys to get there and be and play at age 22 that is the key if he did look the bottom line is Damian George. I'm not trying to pick on Damian George, right. but Damian George is the guy they got in the portal. He wasn't a very good player, yet he had to start every game at right tackle. And when Austin Barber gone, he had to go play left tackle because that's all they had. The one play, I hate this, but I think the micro, the, the 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 photo, the photo of his season will be the time Verse collapsed him right into the quarterback. You know, yeah. And, and I hate that for him, but he wasn't didn't turn out to be a good player. Yet they had to play him. I mean, if you look at the guy. Jake Slaughter, God bless him. He's a great kid and a hard worker and a captain one day. But if Jake Slaughter's got to be your center through half the season, it's going to be a tough year, man. Yeah. I mean, mean, you look at the guy. I didn't got a '67 Leonard, Richie Leonard. God bless him. If he's got to start 12 games, Dan, it's going to be a tough year. And I'm not trying to pick on kids because they're doing the best they can. Sure. But we're here to talk about the truth here. And if those guys, if you know, if those are if those are your starters. if if your starters next year are that level, you're going to win four or five games again, and he's going to get fired. That's why you've got to get those portal guys on the offensive front.
1: That's good stuff. And if we know that he knows that, and the whispers are that they're going to be very involved in the portal. So uh, we'll look to see how these next few weeks unfold. Uh, Signing day is less than a month away. So he's got to hold that class together as well. And, 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 and we'll see. I mean, like I said, we'll see. He's not getting fired. So again, that's why I just like, I mean, you can sit here right. and just go crazy negative, but he's the coach of the Florida Gators, man. We want the Florida Gators to be successful. Right. We all have ideas of how that we think they can be successful. Uh, and we'll, we'll see. I I think we're, I think we're on the same page here, which is rare, but uh, uh I, I, you know, we got to find out. I I'm not well. convinced. I don't think you're convinced. I don't think anyone's convinced He's got a lot of convincing to do over the next 365 days.
0: Yeah, let me tell you this thing, and I, and I say this to Florida fans, and I hope they'll listen. Mm-hmm. They won't, and I'm one of them too. Um, but I'm going to use the, the merch comparison again, Dan. Graham Mertz, By last July, Graham Merch was going to be the quarterback. And I still heard fans everywhere, ah, he'd be terrible. Why didn't we get Tommy Pratt? Why didn't we get Hartman? Why didn't we get the Grayson McCall? I, at some point, I said, "Listen, this is your quarterback.
1: Yeah, this is yeah.
0: you're not getting those three guys. So get behind him and expect good things from him, which he, by the way, delivered." Well, yeah. it's the same thing with Napier, the point you're making now. Napier's gonna be your coach next year. Yeah. You could you can spend the whole offseason wishing he wasn't, but he's gonna be your coach next year. Yeah. So let's hope everything goes well and he gets any and he continues on. So but I let me ask you a couple questions. Mm-hmm. Do you think he's gonna bring in an offensive coordinator or continue to call the plays himself? And do you think he's gonna bring in a designated special teams coordinator?
1: God, I hope so to the second one. The first one, I, the offense was better, but I think it would help yeah. him. So I think he should bring in an offensive coordinator and I think he hears all the noise. So I guess the answer to my, to your questions are, yes, I do
0: think he will do both of those things. Do you? Yeah. I think he'll do special. I think there will be a special teams coach. It might be a linebackers coach who also has special teams, but I think there will be a designated special teams coach. It won't be Chris couch, the the part-time guy. Yeah. Uh, Offensive coordinator. I don't know. I don't think I, I, my gut tells me he's not going to change there. And I agree with you. Bringing in offensive coordinator is not just about better play calling. Right. It's about making you a better head coach. Yeah. I'm totally convinced that if he was the head coach and not the play caller, he would have been out there keeping those guys from running on the field against Arkansas and causing the missed field goal. Possibly causing the missed field goal. I'm convinced he would have. That would have been better if he have done that. So, so I hope that. Yeah. So what? Real crossroads. Keep the class together is critical yeah are there any more changes coming and you got to be yes. really this <laughs> crossroads time means you better be really get merch to come back by the way we had that conversation that's gigantic oh by yeah. the way, if he do, if he doesn't come back you're either it's not Max Brown so yeah. you're either playing a freshman who one day is going to be really good or another portal guy who who has to learn your system so merch coming back is gigantic and I, I hope agree. you guys are all right that it's just an automatic Quick thought before we go, uh, the, the Hoops team, Dan, the Hoops team. Are you sold yet or not there yet? Where are you?
1: I'm excited. They're fun to watch. Okay. Yeah. They're four and two. And right. and it's the SEC is tough. And so they're going to have to win some of those games like they did against Baylor or Virginia and, and find W's. And But I'm excited. I think they're a tournament team, which is a positive step. And what right. we've always said, and what I said way back when with Mike White, they should be a tournament team. That's what right. Florida basketball should be, and so I like the guys that he's brought in. And uh, yeah, I got a, I get a little juiced in watching them. Yeah. I just hope that you can deliver.
0: Yeah, I think. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. It's on me. I think pulling Clayton and Kugel, the three guys on the perimeter, might be really good players. Yeah. I the inside Samuel's a good player inside. Henlockton's got to get healthy. The freshman big guys are nice players. But I think the three guys on the perimeter—I think Pullin and Clayton—and now that Clayton's an off guard, which is clearly his best position—and oh, yeah. and, and Kugel, who's a slasher—those three might be pretty good. And so uh, So so we'll see. We'll, yeah. we'll see. You're right. It's it's a long time, but I like I like what I've seen so far. I was, yeah. Baylor's really good. Yes. Baylor made 14 of 25. I threes. couldn't freaking Nobody miss, man. Somebody a shot. Missed shot. One. I, they shot them like they were layups. Yeah. It was 14 of 25, and it, it's not Florida wins that game. So we'll see. All right. Uh, Crossroads for football. excited about basketball. That's all things Gators. All things Orange and Blue, Dan Hicken, and Frank Franch.
1: Thank you, Frankie. Thank you, Southeast Orthopedic Specialists, by the way. SC-Ortho.com for all your orthopedic needs. We'll talk to you next week, my man.
0: Yeah.